0: Bearded Biomed. To recent followers and new listeners, welcome. I'm the Bearded Biomed. This episode is brought to you by tequila because it's delicious. And if I drink enough of it, the words for this podcast will flow into me and back to you. Before I kick this episode off, I would encourage you to stay tuned to the end to listen to an original biomed jingle, sung and written by yours truly, that will inevitably become the theme song for this podcast. What would you say is the most crucial aspect of a biomed's job? Performing preventive maintenance inspections? Maybe repairs on medical devices? They both seem pretty high up there, I think. Perhaps documentation of all services rendered to a medical device to give a trail of legitimacy and protection of patient safety interests. I mean, all of it's crucial. I would also argue that communication and relationships built off of the services you provide to medical facilities are just as important, if not more important. Now, I do not consider myself a flawless biomed at all. Uh, there's plenty I don't know. What I can spout with the utmost confidence is that every single facility I walk into that I take care of, they know that I have their interests at heart and will always put them before anything else. Except for the ones who believe I know absolutely nothing, even though I have experience, training, education, et cetera, it doesn't matter. And this is where the episode will take that left turn. No matter how effective you may be at listening, problem solving, understanding, or actually fixing something, there will always be that person out there that makes you wonder if what size stick is up their ass. I recall one such day that I called out to remedy an issue with a MinMark tabletop sterilizer, M9 for you in the know. I was told that this unit was not drying the packs and that when they went to inspect, they were soaked. Well, I will tell you that the unit functioned optimally, reaching perfect temp and PSI required to properly sterilize those packs. And when it was done, I opened the door and let the drying cycle commence. I did this three separate times to ensure proper, you know, function. A tabletop sterilizer uses ambient air to dry packages. There's actually no dryer built into the unit to dry the packs. So it's just a matter of time. Now, immediately, I was calling out for not even trying or caring about fixing it. I explained the functionality of how it works and that I don't profit from this. I'm just here to provide great service to you and educate you on things you might not know. I even went as far to call my supervisor to confirm this, and she was going to call a more reputable company out to service it. Long story short, I showed up two months later to perform their annual preventive maintenance inspections when they were due. And. Come to find out, she didn't call anyone out. She just wanted to make a scene because she couldn't admit her ignorance and decided it was a better point of action to insult my intelligence and integrity. To this day, I still perform her annual inspections with a shitty grin on my face and a can do attitude. You're going to have bad experiences as a biomed, it's inevitable. However, how you handle them is what defines you as a technician and also supplements your success. The ability for me to communicate properly and build those relationships. However, I feel ultimately came from my time in the U S military because there's no greater school of horror knocks than to come across different people from different walks of life, different facets, different emotions, mentality, et cetera. So thank you U S army. Now the function of communication can be a valuable ally, especially when fixing equipment in a hospital. No matter how many times I have to stress the importance, requirement, necessity of plugging in your damn equipment, it's like talking to a wall. Equipment like blood pressure monitors, EKGs, ventilators, you know, to combat COVID that nurses are constantly running these things over. I understand they're not always going to be plugged in. However, when I ask if this has been used at any point in time in the day and to come to find out it has not been, and I confirm it has been. It's still not plugged in. So biomeds will manage hospital assets and advise clinical departments on their status of their equipment. I do not take care of those massive health systems like many of you, my esteemed colleagues. I mostly take care of everything else. You know, third party stuff. How often would you say you need to inform someone that their equipment is end of life, has no parts, and if something happens, there's nothing I can pretty much do at this point. Maybe once, twice, depending on circumstances, How about four to six times over the past two years. I completely understand money is not flowing in all the same ways in all the same channels across the medical industry. But that is also why careful planning and budgeting for equipment is paramount. I've had hospitals where a special doctor wants to bring in this exuberant bell and whistle device for one case. Yes, I said one case. But you are still rocking a Hewlett Packard defib from 1997 or a Credit Care Poet blood pressure monitor or hospital beds where the railing and the nurse foot control are busted open, exposed wiring, jagged, sharp edges that can possibly cut and hurt your patient. But yes, we got to get this new latest and greatest piece of equipment. Oh, yeah. And I still see this crap being used on patients. We can only do what we can do. COVID itself has not helped money come into these critical rural area hospitals I manage that have already closed or a teetering on closing. The patients that go to these hospitals, they don't know better because that's the only facility they have. And the only ones able to make those decisions are freaking out about how the hell they're going to keep their staff, much less worry about updating their equipment. So those of you who are nurses, medical administrators, directors, CFOs, know that your equipment is well past expiration. Please start making plans to upgrade to at least something with parts available. It is the crappiest feeling in the world to me and my fellow biomeds when damn near every service call results in, yeah, the manufacturer said good luck, no parts, no support, and there's no solution other than shelling out more money to another company to buy something that will eventually be end of life in the next couple of years. Now on a lighter note, what are your relationships actually like with your clients? I have multiple people who have my cell phone and yeah, they like using it a lot. There's something noteworthy though, to have that rapport and trust built with your customers and, you know, other clinical staff to where someone knows that we have a streamlined, efficient, less business-like account in our actions. Uh, I dare say I've made many friends doing this job. Go figure. I also have medical facilities that when I get a call, a little part of the biomed soul dies inside me. In a sense, a bearded biomed loses a hair or two or starts to go gray. Then there is the customer with unrealistic expectations. They call you to show up. You assess the problem. You identify the problem. You clearly lay out that this is the part, what it costs, how long it will take to arrive, or if it's on back order. And not five seconds later, you get asked if you don't have the part on you. Oh, yes, I just happen to have a complex piece of medical circuitry for your specific model of equipment worth thousands, if not hundreds of thousands of dollars just sitting in the back of my Ford. It's the proverbial pull out of my ass scenario. Now, do I carry some parts in my car? Absolutely. For the most common modalities, it's a given. But let's be realistic, people. We don't have all these parts on hand, especially just toting around in our cars. And even so, with COVID and everything else going on, part availability is less than, you know, desirable. There have been some fun ones lately, too. I come across some of the smaller doctor's offices that are too cheap to buy any known manufactured medical device, uh, particularly buying some patient monitors. Uh, For example, any information on these particular patient monitors are completely in Chinese or have no description whatsoever. And then they proceed to ask me for parts, accessories when I don't even know who the hell makes it. And any description that I've searched on the internet is good luck. Uh, There are even some coming out of the woodworks that you purchase off the Amazon, for instance. And like I said, there's no information whatsoever. They're just some kind of like cheap, uh, you know, small doctor option. It's kind of like a sick twisted game of where's Waldo but you have no product information. You have no manuals available. Enjoy surfing the interweb. Don't even get me started on manufacturers out there, making our jobs even more difficult than they already have to be. Now I'm not going to name names, but for a time within the past year, one particular large OEM decided they wanted to charge, I think it was like $20 to give anyone calling with a question. I literally had to play some kind of weird flirty game with the tech support. I'll give you a manual or part information for $20. I got lucky enough that I called back after the fourth time and spoke to a fourth different person and got a hold of someone willing to actually help out my facility and hook up a Biomed offline. The whole situation in part just felt kind of scummy. Like, I felt like just trying to get simple part information from a manufacturer was congruent to buying a watch off some dude in a back alley in a trench coat. You know, the ones in the cartoons where you'd open it up and you'd be wearing nothing but underwear. Shortly thereafter, I'd say within a few months, they redacted that stupid policy, I'm assuming, because people stopped calling in and they weren't getting any service at all. There are even OEMs out there that refuse absolutely to provide service keys, support, uh, manuals, part information whatsoever because they f- state it's that fear of losing control of their intellectual property of their equipment. When well, we damn well know it's all to course, even more money out of its medical clientele. We all know what it is and it's exactly why the repa- right to repair movement is so critical to begin with to the success and future of biomed's capabilities are. I just want to say to you all, keep up the good fight and keep the medical staff humble patients safe and expand your knowledge so that we can win this fight we have a long road ahead of us but together i believe we'll go our way because our fight isn't for money it's born out of passion and for what we do and the purpose for the care of safety of our patients everywhere passion's going to beat out money every time it might be a longer fight but i still think we will win this in the long run i want to say thank you again for listening And if you have any comments or views or suggestions for the show, please tweet at me at Bearded Kirby. Um, If you want to come on sometime or maybe have some suggestions, uh, but you're welcome to message me directly on Facebook, Instagram, uh, Twitter. Tell me your story. I want to uplift my fellow biomeds out there because, you know, we are a niche group. Um, There's not that many of us compared to everyone else out there in the medical industry. So we got to stick together and uplift and, you know, elevate that's what this podcast is about. Obviously it's telling funny stories and, uh, funny experiences, but at the same time, I want to get the main structure of the world to understand what a biomed is, what we're doing, that we exist and that we have needs as well. But anywho, uh, I hope you enjoy the little jingle here at the end and, uh, have a great day. I'll catch you on the next episode. Take care. Patient monitor broken, nurse saying we charged it. Biomed walks in with a smile, plugs it in, takes a bow. Surgical table has gone down, doctor yelling in the background. Head controls smashed to hell, taped up together, this can't be real. Sparks just went flying, equipment slowly dying. Take a gander inside. Batteries melted, oh surprise. Biomed, can you fix this? We just went and broke it. By the way, we need it now. Make the part appear or skip town. While we thank you for our steady work. Starting to make our brains hurt. I just hope my coffee lasts. Quit breaking things so damn fast.